0: An Apple Viz original.
1: My name is Hema Natarajan. I am a product manager here at Benetech, um, which is our parent company um, that produces Bookshare. Uh, and I'm part of the global literacy team here, and um, I am currently managing the Bookshare Reader Suite of products, uh, which we'll be talking about uh, in this uh, podcast episode. Bookshare is the world's largest uh, accessible library, so we uh, have a lot of ebooks that uh, we make sh- we make available for our users who are print disabled, uh, meaning um, users who have reading barriers because of uh, either dyslexia or low vision, uh, vis- visual impairment, or even mobile impair- mobility impairment, so like people who have cerebral palsy or, you know, other conditions like that.
0: Now, Hema, I am anxious to hear this. And the purpose of this podcast is exclusively about Bookshare. But you have some news that you want to reveal to our listeners. So what is and what are those to reveal to us? Hello, everybody, and welcome to an Apple Viz Extra. This is podcast number 85. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. And with me, I have my co-host, which he has been, gosh, a team member for a very long time, and a good friend of mine, Scott Dabbert. How are you, Scott? Well, good evening, Thomas. It is wonderful
2: to be back here. And 85, that sounds like a good temperature. Can we do that?
0: I, I was thinking that was a good year. I love 85. I was three. I don't know. <laughs> I was just graduating from high school from that time. So it was a good time. Um, gosh, it's been so long. I couldn't even remember the last time we had a podcast, just you and I together.
2: I know, but we, we have a bonus. It's not just you and me. That's why
0: it's an extra. That's right. Extra, extra. You are indeed right, and we are going to be talking about Bookshare, which I know that Scott and I have been members once in the past or current subscriber to Bookshare, and we got some exciting news, and we brought along a wonderful guest from Bookshare themselves. We have Hema. How are you doing, Hema?
1: Hi, Thomas. i um, doing great. Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Awesome. I'm just so glad you're able to come on. I'm so excited to reveal this to everybody out there that may be a Bookshare user or maybe new people out there that might be interested in what you have to just tell us today. Um, let's start with your name. Just tell us who you are and what you do for Bookshare.
1: Sure. My name is Hema Natarajan. I am a product manager here at Benetech. Um, which is our parent company um, that produces Bookshare. Uh, I'm part of the global literacy team here, and um, I am currently managing the Bookshare Reader Suite of products, uh, which we'll be talking about uh, in this uh, podcast episode. And um, I have, in my previous life, before I joined Benetech, uh, I have been a product manager um building products uh, for companies like Microsoft, um, mostly enterprise products. Uh, and I have done that for over 12 years. I um, have an MBA from University of Washington. And um, yeah, I'm glad to be here uh, working on this important product that's going to be useful uh, for a lot of our Bookshare users and maybe uh, some users who are not part of Bookshare. So um excited to be talking about that.
0: Absolutely. My gosh, what a career you have. That is awesome that you have quite a, gosh, great background. And to working for Bookshare, I'm sure that's been a wonderful experience for you to be working with Bookshare. How long have you been working for Bookshare?
1: It's been seven months. Yeah, pretty new here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really new. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so why don't you begin to tell us about Bookshare itself first. So I know that some of our listeners out there probably don't know what Bookshare is. Now, it's a service. And I thought maybe hearing it from you, if those people can understand what Bookshare is, so we can get an idea what we are going to be talking about.
1: Sure. Yeah. Let me talk about Bookshare. Uh, like you said, it's a service. Um, it is a service built by Benetech, which is a nonprofit uh, company uh, organization that is uh, building software for social good and bookshare is the world's largest uh, accessible library so we uh, have a lot of ebooks that uh, we make sh- we make available for our users who are print disabled uh, meaning um, users who have reading barriers because of uh, either dyslexia or low vision uh, vis- visual impairment or even mobile Impair mobility impairments so like people who have cerebral palsy or you know other conditions like that so um we make this uh library act available for all these users and we have over um I would say over a million titles available in our library and we have um these titles available in five different formats um and those formats are like Word, EPUB, which is our ebook format, and uh, DAISY, BRF, which is the Braille format, and also the audio format, which is the MP3 format. And uh, so if we caught all these, so the million titles in all these five formats is, you know, it gives us like over 5 million titles available for our Bookshare users worldwide, not just in the US. Um and we have over nine hundred thousand users who have benefited um, through Bookshare, and um, Bookshare is, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, funded by the Department of Education in US, um, and, uh, and we really are grateful uh, for their help in making all these books, and the millions of titles, uh, available for our users.
0: How interesting! A million—that's a lot of books, and um, you know. Bookshare is one of my favorite and go to because I will typically look at Bard or NFB Newsline. Those are the things that we have in the United States um, but the citizens to be able to look up their national library for books. But I tell you, um, almost every time when I'm looking for a book and it's not on that platform, it's always on Bookshare. So it's always <laughs> yeah. got the books I need on Bookshare. You find that too, Scott? I do. And um, for fun, or
2: what somebody like me would consider fun. I just looked and Bookshare is almost up to 1.1 million. The count as I'm reading it now is 1,097,476. And to give That's you a little lot. perspective, when I joined in 2003, and I've been an active member ever since, they had thousands, but they weren't like hundreds of thousands. You know, I think it was around 20,000 at the time. But <laughs> even back then, you know just the fact that you could get all this material in an accessible format it just was amazing it blew me away it it really literally changed my life uh it made me a much more avid reader than i was prior to that uh you know i had been mostly using audiobooks and uh there weren't a lot of brf files available that i could load onto my note taker and then i found out about
0: bookshare and uh boy what a change that was hmm It's got a wealth of information on there. Um, You know, Hema was saying that is worldwide. Now, I have a question on that for Hema, for you on that. <laughs> you said it's worldwide service. So this is available for anybody worldwide?
1: So, yes, we have uh, to book there. Mm, um, I think we have Bookshare users in over 95 countries now. Uh, Yeah, so um, it is available through, so we have, uh, we partner with a lot of um, international libraries. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: So the uh, bookshare is available through those partnerships um, or in some countries, um, I mean, I can provide a link with the list of countries, but in some countries, we also make this available for free for anybody who uh, has that. Uh, print disability. So yes, it's um yeah I'm, I'm I was thrilled to see that this is um available in over ninety five countries and um and uh, it I'm not sure if um if you know about this Marrakesh Treaty it is um an international uh sort of treaty that allows uh publishers um, um allows uh. Bookshare to uh, kind of uh, include uh, books from various publishers, uh, various international publishers in our library. So, um, yeah, no, I had
0: no idea. That is fantastic. Um, yeah. So it is. So the the rate for this service it will vary from the countries you're in. Now, I believe in the United States, um, it is what fifty dollars a year.
1: Yes, it uh, so it uh, Bookshare is actually available for free for, um, mm-hmm. for students who are you know any anywhere from like pre K to PhD students, uh, thanks to again uh, the U.S. Department of Education and their funding. Um, and then if there are non-student uh, users who are like you know adult users, uh, it is fifty dollars a year. But again, um, if you are if you live in certain states where we have partnerships with libraries. Uh, you can get the membership
2: for free through the libraries. Nice. Yeah, here in New York State, uh, if you're a member of the New York Public Library in New York City, you can get it for free as well. And you know the great thing about the uh, $50 fee, even though literally uh, over a million books have been added since I've joined, it was the same fee in 2003 as it is now. I think that's great.
0: Seriously, Wow, that's great. God, I wish I will have to check in my state. I don't think it's free um, available for us for free, but 50 bucks is not bad, especially an avid reader. I am now, I, I am anxious to hear this and the purpose of this podcast is exclusively about Bookshare, but you have some news that you want to reveal to our listeners. So what is and what are those to reveal to us?
1: Yes. So we recently announced um, our Bookshare Reader Suite, which is um, a suite of readers, uh, reading uh, tools, reading applications that we are launching in the summer this year, um, but, you know, around back to school timeframe. So, yeah, I would love to talk more about those. Um, uh, If, uh, you know, I we can, um, like I said, Bookshare is a library um, and we have over a million titles and different five different formats. So that's like four or five million titles. But uh, how do you read all these, right? So how do you access these uh, different formats and these uh, books? Um, So uh, we've uh, worked on three different kind of reader applications. Um, So we have the, Bookshare Reader for Web, which is our uh, web-based, browser-based reading tool uh, that you can directly access from the Bookshare website itself. So you don't need um, an additional reader um, to download or anything else. You just go straight from Bookshare website. You can just hit read now um, on any book that you want to try out. And uh, that will open the new browser-based uh, web reader. Um, and uh, there are various options available for uh, our different kinds of users, either um, you know, the users that are dyslexic, uh, they have set option, like customizable options that they can choose to make their reading experience better for them or for uh, our users who are visually impaired. Um, you know, we have the text-to-speech read aloud options. And uh, for like low vision users, we have um, large fonts and like various color preset options that they can customize and uh, use in the reader. Uh, So this is one set of reading uh, tool, right? And this is on the browser-based tool. And the other, uh, the second one is the, um, uh, mobile app. So we have we are building an app um, which will work on both iOS and Android, um, and that will be kind of similar to what you see on the web reader. So we will have uh, our the reading experience um, uh, will be consistent across all our read and re- reading tools. So that's our goal is to provide that consistent user experience. So uh, so we in the second set of like mobile apps, uh, you can. Um, you know, just ha- have the app on your phone. You can have the same kind of uh, customizable settings on this uh, reader, and um, you know there are like all these fancy voice options for read aloud based on like whether you use iOS and Android. Um, so tons of tons of options. Um, And then the third one is the smart speaker option. So we just rolled our our public beta for uh, Bookshare Alexa skill. So uh, so today, if you're an Alexa user, you can just go and uh, find um, Bookshare reader uh, on your Alexa store and enable it and just link it to your Bookshare account. And you can just start listening to your books. So... Uh, so these are the three leading uh, applications that we're uh, launching this summer. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to um, be working on that and talking about, you know, about it today.
0: Well, it's, that's amazing because you, you're pretty much covering all the platforms here. I mean, you got the web-based application, which is a worker for the Microsoft um, and a Mac and, um, browsers themselves. Also, we we're discussing about apps. From mobile devices for Android and iOS, which is, I think it's going to be a big one for me because I listen to and read all my books off of my Apple iOS. And lastly, so you've mentioned that Alexa skill is now in beta. So it's starting to come out. This is very exciting news. This is going to be a, a specific um bookshare reader that's designed by bookshare themselves why now you know you've been around for so long why do you guys decide to do this now
1: yeah um actually i had to clarify that these are uh, so we had a various versions of these available except for the smart speaker skill of course that's pretty new uh but we had an old web reader and then we had um Two mobile apps, one you know, one specifically for iOS, one for Android that we built a while ago, several years ago. Um, but uh, you know, so now we are trying to with this new uh, launch with this new reader suite, what we're trying to do is uh provide consistent experience again ac- across all our apps, and also you know, um bring in more modern um, user experience standards. Um so we also um are uh, working on uh, providing compliance for uh, WCAG 2.0 AA standard, which is Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. That's the WCAG. Um, So that's the standard we are following for all our apps. So, uh, you know, that's the reason we are like, you know, trying to uh, launch this new reader suite um, with these more modern uh, kind of user experience uh, that is consistent, and um, also adding a few new features, um, for example, uh, annotation, which uh, we never had in our apps before. Uh, that's something we are currently working on. So we also provide MathML support. MathML is uh, mathematical, um, it's a markup language for math. Uh, so uh, it will make it easier for you to use any reader and read math books. Um, So, you know, those are the new kind of new features we are adding with these um, uh, as we launch this new reader suite.
0: How interesting. So I guess we'll break this down a little bit. Let's talk about the web application itself. Now, is this web application is going to be accessible by um, your choice of browsers? So is there a specific browser we're talking about or will it work all across Safari, Edge, um, Google Chrome and such like that.
1: yeah so we are supporting four major browsers um like you said Safari Chrome edge and Firefox awesome uh, and the latest versions of those uh, we'll be announcing the supportive versions when we launch but um you can just assume uh, the latest versions
0: Is this going to be kind of like a web app in, um, instead of just like an HTML yes
1: yeah, so it's it's going to be a web app so um, I wish I could show you a demo of the product, but um, so right now it's in private beta, so we are working with some uh, school districts and students to test them out. Um, so if if you are a bookshare user and if you have seen our old web reader, um, it's it's kind it's going to be kind of similar, but you know with, um, with the more modern UX elements and uh, uh, more features added to the web okay. reader. Uh, But yeah, it's a web app. So it opens in your browser uh, and you have um, you can use voiceover uh, in um, Mac or Windows uh, if you're using NVIDIA and things. Um, And then you can also do if you don't want to use your voiceover and you still want to um, like read aloud, uh, we have this text to speech option so you can read aloud and you know, for uh, some of our kids who are dyslexic, they like to follow along um, when uh, when it's being read aloud. Uh, so we do text um, highlighting. So we have word and sentence level highlighting uh, in the book um, when we do the TTS, the text-to-speech option. So uh, there are lots of exciting features uh, in, the, in the reader.
0: That's nice. So the text-to-speech is going to use its native voice uh, whatever packages you're using on the platform. So if with the Mac, it's using the VoiceOver voices or is this your own set of voices?
1: No, this will be platform specific. So whatever you have available, we'll, we'll, okay. you will have that option. in the right. stuff.
0: Yeah. And so on Windows, it'll be available for JAWS and NVDA users. So they'll be able to access this as well. Yeah. All right. That sounds fascinating. So let's talk about the mobile stand, um, specifically for the Apple iOS here. Um, as you say, it's pretty much going to do those same features for the low vision folks. It's gonna read along different fonts, colors, and we get to use our built-in iOS voice over voices. Um, it, that'd be correct. Yep. And I'm curious now, is this something that's gonna be a free app to download? And you just have to have a yes. um an account with Bookshare to use for free?
1: Yes yeah it, the, that's the best part right it's all free um so that that was actually our uh, another motivation to uh do this now is also like to provide that um you know make it uh equitable for all our users um you know there are some readers that are available and um paid readers that are available that are of uh high quality but we also wanted to make sure all our users had um you know, uh, access to reading tools and applications that are of good quality that are available for free.
0: This will be interesting, Scott. See how this works for Braille, uh, especially the Daisy format on the Bookshare reader on iOS. I assuming it will be iOS specific. That's going to be running the Braille interface. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I have used Voice Dream
2: Reader in the past, but I had some issues accessing the material with Braille so really hoping that uh, this app will fully support Braille um, mm. because for me that's all I use I don't use synthesized speech I simply read uh, read everything uh, because my hearing is to the point where I can't really understand synthesized speech so um, my question about the app so let's say uh, I download it and install it when uh, when I want to get a book, right? I could just download it to my uh, my iOS device and then open and read it, correct?
1: You can download or you can also stream without downloading. Uh, so we have both options. So download and then read offline, or you can just say read now, which is immediate streams, um, streaming the book.
0: That's interesting. Um, you know, Scott, you make a very good point, and that is for many years, in order for us to access Bookshare on an Apple iOS, we have to use a third-party app. And that might be Voice Dream Reader or Dolphin Easy Reader. And there are some other handful of apps that will do similar things we like that. Um, I'm with you. I use Voice Dream Reader. I, so have you ever used Dolphin Easy Reader instead? Is it that as an app-specific issue?
2: For Braille? Yeah. Um, My, uh, my experience with the... Uh... Easy reader. I mean, it works. It's not that it doesn't work. It's just the UI uh, could be a little easier to uh, mm. to access for Bookshare specific content. You know, there's a lot of other things, a lot of other libraries that I don't have access to, mm-hmm. um, and I, I can see. handle that. But some of the people I work with, you know, if once you throw too many things in there, they get just confused. You know, you're talking about people who many of them are senior citizens. Um, a lot of them are not quite on par or not quite as tech savvy as some of us are um, so that's a good point because- yeah the, the, the app in this sense I think would really help with that because you're not worrying about oh well I need to make sure I select my bookshare library as opposed as opposed to Sa for example um, or like you know Project Gutenberg's another one that's on there but you know if it's all bookshare specific stuff, That takes a lot of layers out of training that needs to occur, you know, because there's, I would assume, many less menu options to navigate to get to what you want to read.
0: That is a good point. I like that approach. Yes, you're right. Uh, This Bookshare Reader app is specific. It will be Bookshare only. And you only deal with that library. And so the interface should be. I am curious, Hema. I know, I think, and I could be wrong, is these third-party like Voice Dream Reader or Dolphin, uh, are they API-driven or are they kind of yeah. HTML-driven? Do you know?
1: Um, you mean like when they access the Bookshare books? Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, they use our API.
0: Okay. So when this new Bookshare app reader comes out for the iOS, is it going to be kind of very similar to what you can see on the web browser? So is it going to be a hybrid kind of a interface of of the web browser itself, or is it going to be like just very straight standalone and just designed for app only?
1: Uh, So we are, whatever elements um, we can uh, port over to the mobile uh, environment, we are trying to bring them, but, uh, you know, then you're still restricted by the environment itself. So um, there are certain, we are making certain design uh, decisions because uh, you know this is a mobile app um, but uh, our our focus is to make this as user friendly as possible um and you know like you mentioned like get get you to like go to your book as as fast as possible like without with um, um as many or as quickly as possible and with uh, without too many clicks right so not creating a lot of friction and just Making it as user friendly as possible, so when you are logged in, you just log. uh, You when you go into the app, you are right there in your library. You can just start reading a book. Uh, Just click on it um, and say read now, and it will start reading the book. Hmm.
0: I have. I got something for you. I'm curious now. If are you going to have any sort of Mm, about storing your profile, in other word, will it remember that I'm reading this book here, and then I go to the web, will it see that same book in same placement? So great is it question. To, yes.
1: Yeah. So we did that. Yeah. So it's uh, we did the cross-device sync. So um, right now, uh, so we've done cross-device sync for our web browser, uh, the web reader. So if you are uh, going across browsers or like going between your Mac to your, um, you know, the mobile browser on your iPad or something, uh, the status is persistent. So you will still, like, if you read like five pages, you'll be in the sixth page when you open that in your, you uh, know, mobile browser, let's say. Um, so, and we plan to do that same cross device sync across our different readers, right? Like between mobile and uh, web. So when you, uh, read a book on on your web reader, and you're on page five. And then you try to open the same book on mobile reader. Um, you will be uh, taken to page six, right? So that's that's the goal. That's what we intend to do um, once we once we finish the development for our mobile reader.
0: That's sweet. That would be really nice. Now I'll throw a wrench in there for you. Now you mentioned that you are going to be working on an Alexa skill is currently in beta. Would that work on that one as well?
1: <laughs> <Good question again. laughs> That's the branch. That, you know, that is the reason why I didn't mention that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll work on the web and the mobile, but yeah, Alexa is a whole different beast, isn't it's, it?
1: Yeah. Uh, we Yeah. We'll um, we'll be looking into it, but uh, you know, right now um, uh, I can only talk about this uh, because this is, I can see this in the roadmap, but, but eventually we will, I think once we have um, all the other features that we wanted to build in Alexa built, I think this is something we'll be looking into.
0: That'll be interesting when you bring the Alexa skill. Um, for one, I think it's going to be great. I mean, I have so many clients that I train with the the Alexa devices, and I think the Bookshare is going to be amazing. They're going to be able to listen to the books, Um and you probably, you know, obviously it doesn't have any vision elements unless you're introducing it to the show, which is the Alexa device with a screen. Um, how is that going to work? Is it just going to be audio only or is it going to be yeah, audio and visual? It's going
1: to be audio only.
0: Okay. So you probably have the very basic things on Alexa. I'm guessing just, you know, skip forward, go to next chapter and that sort of things.
1: Yeah, so you can do this chapter navigation that is like adjusting your reading speed um, and then adding books to your reading list. Like you can ask for your history and then ask. uh, um, we are also currently working on a search feature uh, where, you know, you can directly through your Alexa search for books and add them to your list. And um, also working on um, something called Discover. Like we want to make sure... um, we provide great content discover discoverability for our users. So, you know, you want to, let's say you want to uh you don't uh you don't know what you want to read. So you're just trying to find a new and interesting mm. book for you, right? So that's that's something we are um working on. And uh two other features actually that that's that's gonna be really interesting um, that we'll be uh including in our launches. Um being able to call our Bookshare support through that skill. So oh nice. Yeah. So and then you can also so Bookshare also does something called Bookshare Book Club. Uh so you can join Book Club and join the Book player, Book Club event through the skill. So you can just say hey oh,
0: Wow. Yeah. So are you going to have be... that for the mobile by any chance?
1: Um, this... Good question. Actually, no, we haven't um talked about that for a mobile app. But maybe that's something we, sh- yeah, we we can be looking into.
0: I think that would be yeah. kind of cool if you can join that. If we can have the club and the support, that support on the mobile version. You have a question, Scott? Oh, I was just saying that that would be great. You know, we can't go to the club
2: because of the pandemic. So you know, at least we can have that as a club, right? That's something. Yeah, um, I actually had a question going back to uh, iOS now are you guys working on a separate app for the iPad or are you going to run the same app on, you know, your iPhone and iPad?
1: It's going to be the same app uh, for tablets and mobile phones. Um, Right now our focus is on the phones, like as we are building and as we are testing, but that's going to be our next, before we launch, we'll also make sure that, you know, all this, whatever we do for the mobile device also works on tablets and, you know, we Test and we make sure everything is great. But that's uh, it's going to be the same app across mobile and tablet devices.
0: Do you have some features now? I know you mentioned a few already. Are there other features you like to care to talk about that will, might be available on the mobile that we have not seen or might be looking forward to?
1: Yeah. Um, so the main ones that you know I have um, through my conversation with our actual like student users and adult users. Word is the you know voice options um, and the text to speech and um the sentence level highlighting and word level highlighting i think those are um you know super popular with the students um you know because it's helps them improve their reading fluency as they follow along you know when it's being when the book is being read to them and um also the other thing that i've heard several students mention to me that they like is the color options that are available. Like, you know, we have these um uh like high contrast options and um and then there are also like uh we have two options that are available for colorblind users. Uh so lots of um customizable color settings uh, that are that seem to be very interesting for the users. Um Um, I think um, those are the main ones that I want to point out. Um, And then eventually, like when we have the annotation, so the highlighting, note-taking and bookmarking, again, those are, again, um, maybe equally useful for adult users, but a lot, definitely a lot more useful for our student users. um, I think, uh, and also that, um, you know, being able to read STEM books, right? Like books that have... Uh, equations as images, right? Um, so that's uh, an important focus for us is to make uh, these books um, with a lot of images accessible to our users because kind of today when you have a math book, um, a digital math book, um, what happens is a lot of times these equations are added as images. And if you don't have the image descriptions for these uh, equations, right? Uh, when somebody reads a math book, um, or when it's being read to them um, through a through a reader, or like um, uh, through a let's say voiceover, um, they all they hear is um, you know math something some text, and then image image image, right? Where there is mm-hmm. equation, it, they just hear image, and that's not math. I mean, that doesn't really help them learn that math book, um, learn that math concept. So. That's our, like, um, uh, that's an important area of uh, our focus. So we are trying to make sure um, not only just, you know, like these um, novels and other text-based books, but also the STEM books or Steam books uh, work uh, on Bookshare user, um, Bookshare readers.
0: That's awesome. So many things to look forward to. And um, uh, this all being in in-house or are you hiring a third party out um, outfit to do all these things for you
1: um so far we've built all of this in-house um and I think that's how we'll uh, that's that's our plan um unless something changes you know we need um to do something sooner or uh, you know the schedule changes or anything um this is going to be all in-house.
0: Well, that says a lot, because the reason I say that is because if it's in-house, that means you will be able to have the control to be able to release things quicker and easily without having to confer with other people outside. So that that is good news for us as a uh, a consumer to know that you have control of your own software and you can deal what you want to do with it. Um, So you mentioned that some of these things are in beta, but they all seem to be on target to, to be released sometime in the summer before school starts. Is that what it, I think you said?
1: Yep. That's correct.
0: And what's uh, in beta now?
1: So, um, so our pub, the Alex bookshare skill for Alexa is on public beta. So you can go to Alexa store and, you know, look for a bookshare reader and you can access it. Um, and then our bookshare web reader is on private beta. So we were working with, um, you know, selective users like students and school districts to test them. Uh, and if you, if any of your um, listeners want to participate, um, they can reach out to me anytime. Uh, I would love to have more private beta users tested for us, so that would be great. Um, and our mobile reader uh, is uh, right now in like pre-alpha kind of alpha testing phase, um, and uh, we'll be announcing the private beta uh, in in maybe a few months. I think.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Well, what do you think, Scott? Well, first of all, I,
2: I I'm just continuing to be impressed by what Bookshare offers. You know, um, all of the uh, all of the things here, but you know, everything that uh, has been developed already, like the ability to download onto Braille displays natively, like the Brilliant and you know, the Braille sense, having a Bookshare downloader. And, you know, it's really nice that Bookshare is basically everywhere and also accessible to everyone. So, you know, whether you're low vision, deaf, blind, blind, uh, you know, dyslexic, whatever it is, Bookshare really works hard to accommodate all different forms of reading disabilities. And uh, I would say that that's probably the most admirable thing about Bookshare from my perspective, you know, working with a lot of different uh we call them consumers, in different types of situations. So it's just great to see all these things. It's just everywhere. Um, Everywhere. From from the mobile app perspective, I mean, I can, as a Braille user, I would really like to be involved in that beta if I could be, uh, you know, simply to test it from a Braille perspective, you know, because sometimes what happens with voiceover doesn't always necessarily apply to Braille. It could be a totally different situation. So I really do hope that Benetech does have some beta testers who are braille-only users who don't use speech to test that uh, use case.
1: That yes, um, we do have a set of um, you know um, low vision, vision impaired users that we work with to alpha test our products. And um, but, Scott, I would love to have you as our tester and, uh, you know, I can, um, when we have, so, so it seems, I mean, again, we are in the iOS podcast, so it seems like you are an iOS user. So I would love to uh, get you set up um, on a test flight app uh, for iOS and, you know, just uh, have you accessing our alpha version. Um, I mean, we are uh, good to go on that trend. Um, yes, uh, I I think, like you said, um we have had uh, several um, users who are uh, more like the voiceover users who have tested this, but uh, I think it would be great to also have uh, the Braille uh, users test it. Um, um, sure. Yeah. So any, yeah, I'd love to have you. And anybody, any any other listener who is listening to this podcast would – they want to, if they are bookshare users first of all if they are not bookshare users i would encourage them to go sign up and be in because it's you know like we said there are like millions of books available for you to read um and all the latest ones and uh i'm i'm an admin like i have admin uh, user account there and i like to see all those latest new york times bestsellers there <laughs> right i mean so it's it's definitely a great service to uh, and like we said there are certain states where it's free if you go to the library and ask for a membership um and if you are a bookshare user i would love to have uh you like either try out our public beta Alexa skill or you know if you want to be part of um private beta for a web reader or like, you know, or alpha tester for a mobile reader. I would love to hear from you.
0: And um, how would they do that, Hema? So what so will the can, way?
1: Yeah. So they can email me. Um, is it okay to give my email ID here or how do we?
0: Absolutely. If you yeah, feel, I'm, if you're comfortable in, in giving your email out to the public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> we, we can definitely. Um, Post it in our show notes, um, as well as in here, or maybe we'll just specifically put it in the podcast that way you don't get spam um, as much as you would in the show note. So, listen very closely, folks. Hema is going to tell you where you can email her to get into this beta stuff.
1: Yeah, so it's um, my email lady is Hema H E M A N at benetech.org. So, um I don't know if I need to repeat
0: it or did you get that, Thomas? I did. And thank you so much. And I tell you what, folks, if for some reason you are not able to get that, just email us at um, just email me at thomas at appleviz.com and I will give you her email to you, folks. Are you sure, Thomas? I am sure I yeah. can at least control that one. <laughs> yeah, I could just turn it off. <laughs> um, so we this is exciting news, Hamma. I, I am so thrilled to death, and I'm so excited that we are able to get you on. Um, as a bookshare member myself, I was thrilled to death to see you was going to have a standalone app. Um, will the consistency be similar all across? All the devices, I mean, obviously, Alexa is a little different, but like the Android and iOS where you have similar screens and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah, so the UX, the the user experience element, the UI, all all those are going to be the same, uh, except for the voice options, because, again, those depend on the platforms that you use. Mm -hmm.
0: That's nice. So do you have any additional information you'd like to fill in that we did not cover in this podcast?
1: No, I think we yeah, we covered a lot of information about the readers themselves and um like we mentioned uh, Thomas this is coming up soon um in um, back to school time frame so uh keep an eye out for it and um and again reach out if you're interested in testing um and if there are other questions features that you want us to consider or uh you know based on your experience with our current readers if you have any uh, feedback. We would love to hear that.
2: Also, got any more questions from you, Scott? No, no more questions. But I, I just as as somebody who's been a Bookshare member for years and years and years, uh, man, I sound old saying that, don't I? <laughs> hey, you are old man. <laughs> uh, well, you know,
0: <laughs> I, look in the mirror, sir. Uh...
2: <laughs> but what I wanted to say was just really to um, express my appreciation for everything that Bookshare has done over the years from. You know, its foundings in, I believe, 2002, if I remember correctly, uh, back when most of the books that were there were scanned by individuals and, uh, you know, then proofread and then submitted. Now, of course, we have a lot of publisher content. And I just wanted to thank everyone at Bookshare for all the things that you guys have done over the years to really make Bookshare evolve into what it is today. And I could have never imagined when I signed up in 2003 that I would have nearly 1.1 million books at my disposal. It's uh, nothing short of amazing in my book. So thank you for that.
1: Well, thanks for sharing that, uh, Scott. These the, the you know Hearing from users like yourself, uh, I think that's what keeps our um, team going. So thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. And, you know, you know, the high level stuff is you pretty much hit it right on the head. I I I am in a little bit of the small little details. I, I am I notice that the web is way better than the mobile when it comes to like um voice remeter because you're not able to like order um the publishing date. For example, I like to follow certain authors. For example, Steve Berry is one of them. I want to be able to just go to Steve Berry, see what's made by Steve Berry on apps and, and sort it the way I want it. And the most important thing is I love series. And one of the nice things that NFB has done with their um, news line and well, actually, I'm sorry. It's, it's barred that they just recently just done by series. So, if there's a book series, I can join that series and and will let me know if there's a new book in that series or by that author. So, there's some very small details things like that. I would love to see, but of course, those are just things down the road. We got to hammer out these big things first. But I'm with Scott. Thank you so much. Emma, for all the things that Bookshare has done and all the things they have added over the years, it just seems to build and build and build. And I appreciate you taking the time today out of your way to tell us about this wonderful news for our listeners.
1: Thank you. Thanks for uh, giving us the opportunity to share these uh, great news with, our, with your listeners.
0: And I think that's going to do for the Applevis Extra number 85. Scott, it was a pleasure being with you once again. We have to do this a little more often.
2: We really do. I mean, you know, it, it it almost
0: feels like it was 1985 when you and I did the podcast <laughs> it's together. Been, it's been a lot of years. I'm it sure has. Um, so, nonetheless, are you excited about this? As, as am I?
2: Oh, absolutely! I not only for me, but for a lot of the people I work with. You know, um, this set of tools is really going to make a huge difference in a lot of ways, and I think that probably once we get through the beta and get. Things released, I bet there are probably things that we don't even know
0: about now that will be there. So that's also oh, yeah. exciting. Man, the Alexa thing is going to be huge, too. Oh, yeah. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. Well, this is Thomas Domba, also known as Not Amounts, here with Scott Dabbert. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Hi, everybody.